From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Does Satan have a big ego? Most Christians believe that their invisible bad guy got kicked out of heaven for this very thing. If Satan is supposed to be this egotistical monster, would it not stand to reason that he would want to make it a point to take credit for his work? There's mass murder, torture, and rape every day, and yet the majority of the monsters that carry out these atrocities never claim to be influenced by the Christian bad guy. Christians believe that Satan wants all the glory for himself. He's selfish, greedy, and prideful. They will tell you that the very character of Satan is evil and sinful, and therefore atrocities are obvious proof of Satan's influence. Should it not then follow that we would see countless atrocities committed in the name of this narcissistic ruler of the planet? Reality directly opposes the idea that Satan is an egotistical supervillain. Satan is very rarely blamed or credited for any of the countless heinous acts committed. Strangely enough, though, tons of the natural disasters have been attributed to the loving Christian deity. Many will assert their invisible friend is mad at the people of Earth for doing shit he doesn't like. For example, loving someone who happens to be of the same sex. Even Satanists hold a more humanistic, empathetic view than many of the self-proclaimed Christians or even their own deity. However, the narcissistic character of Yahweh wants all the glory for himself, John 8:50. He wants everyone to bow down and worship him, Isaiah 45:23. If you choose not to worship him, he will send you to a special place full of fire and death and torture forever and ever. The being Christians worship is more of a monster than the bad guy they made up. The loving Christian deity gets so mad at people for disobedience that he lashes out irrationally. But when Satan does something, Yahweh apparently just turns the other cheek. The inconsistencies and absurdities continue to pile up. Why would anyone trust such a flawed doctrine? Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is Christian apologist David Wolcott. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Appreciate it, man. So why don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about what you do? Uh, so I'm, as you said, I'm a Christian apologist. Uh, what that basically means is I look for, uh, the evidence and arguments for why Christianity is true. I research those. Uh, and then my particular focus is on helping the, uh, the church, helping everyday Christians, uh, mm -hmm. understand why Christianity is true, helping them address some of their doubts, uh, answer some of their questions, and then, uh, helping give them a more mm -hmm. uh, intellectually robust reason for why they believe the things they believe. Awesome. So, uh, so what is like the biggest question you hear? What What is the biggest question you get asked from Christians? Um, I would say one of the biggest questions is um, related to the disconnect between uh, modern society emphasizing the focus on self uh, versus Christianity emphasizing on truth. Uh, and so what we end up with is people being told uh, that 
what you want to do with your life. Like, you know, be, uh, be the best version of yourself you can be. Uh Um, but separating that from were you meant to be anything else? Were you created to be anything else? Or is it just whatever you arbitrarily decide is the best version of yourself? Um, and that's one of the more common, uh, issues that I deal with today. Thank you for that. So yeah, definitely want to dive into that a little bit here. So best version of yourself is not according to you not necessarily what you're meant to be it well let's take this by a practical example okay. we have ursula jafar um and of course now my mind is blank on you know other disney villains um but like we have plenty of of examples in movies and plenty of examples of people in real life um who went off to be whatever it is they wanted to be now, I don't have a problem with the idea itself of going for um, who for who you uniquely are. Okay. But that needs to be tethered to a, to a semblance of reality um, that just because you want something doesn't mean that's something that's right to want. I mean, Hitler went after what he really wanted, and we all agree that what Hitler wanted was wrong. Well, let, let's uh, back up a little bit. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, the, the best part, being the best we can be. Is being the best we can be, and I, I would say Hitler wasn't being the best he can be. He's harming people, and when we harm people, that's it, not really beneficial and not being better. So yeah. being the best we can be versus what we're meant to be, What if? why is that different? Why is being the best it, we can be different than what we're meant well, to it, be? It's not um, – <clears throat> I may not have clarified this initially. It's <laughs> not the being the best you can be where best is tied to something external it's being the best that you want to be because what we want as i demonstrated like ursula and jafar what they wanted Uh is they they pursued what they wanted that doesn't mean what they wanted is right so So we can if we do we can agree that what we want to do if it causes harm it's not a good thing yeah if we need to define it according to reality we need to have it line up with reality. We need to have it line up with mo- with morality, with objective morality. Just because we want something doesn't mean it's right. Uh, and in, I mean, I, I think there's cases where you need to look at what harm is. Like when doctors perform uh-huh. surgery, that often hurts. It's for a larger goal. Right. And so I hesitate to make a blanket statement about, it. well, if harm is caused, then that's bad. But generally, I agree. If you do something that's bad for someone, no, that's not what would be best i wouldn't i wouldn't call um call surgery harm i mean that's beneficial yes we're cutting and we're doing that but all of that is beneficial so that's not really harm in a way um i would i would say harm is something that's more permanent more more um disadvantageous to people um as opposed to a surgery which is you know helpful yeah as long as we had that qualifier yeah I, i agree Gotcha. Okay. So as far as man there's so many things tethered to reality i love this this is great thank you um um man Woo. well i guess we can kind of go with the causing harm part thanks <laughs> um yeah. the, the causing harm part so as far as if we're, we we agreed if it's disadvantageous to somebody causing them that harm is not good right it's not a good thing i would say generally yeah okay um yeah so we need to back this up just a whole lot here the bible <laughs> <laughs> what is okay. the bible to you the Bible is God's revelation through 40-some different human authors over the course of 1,500 years, uh, which, as many secular historians have noted, hmm. uh, provides us uh, the human rights that we use today. 
the Bible provo provides us the human rights that we use today? Generally, uh, numerous uh, secular um, scholars and historians have noted that, yes. Like all of it or just parts of it? When you take all of it as a whole, yes. All um, of it as a whole? It, so one of the common misunderstandings about the Bible is that it's a uh, magic rule book where everything in there is always applicable to all people at all times. And you can just pick a sentence out of the Bible and boom, that's for us today. And that's not the way you read the Bible. Well, at I sure all. hope you don't do that. We're all going to jail. <laughs> doing that. It, well, one of the um, great books that I recommend for addressing that is How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth by Gordon P. and Douglas Stewart. Um, it's a great book that addresses these genres, uh, the time periods, and what's going on with the Bible. So we do need to take account. Um, some passages in the Bible are simply descriptive. It's simply describing things that happened. Mm -hmm. And there's there's no command included at all for anyone. It's mm -hmm. literally just, uh, for example, a historical narrative. Uh, other things are commands for specific people at specific time. Uh, some things ha have the more uh, general command for all of us. And so we do need to take into account um, the context and the genre, just like with any other book. Um, I mean, I can pull out my copy of Richard Dawkins' The God Delusion, and there's some sentences in there where he says God exists. Clearly, he doesn't believe God exists. We need to look at the context. And so, so when we look at the Bible in full context, yes, we end up with uh, these are predominantly where we get the human rights that we have today. Well, we can't look at it in the full context and, and get our human rights from there, because in full context, it's all about blood magic. It's all about sacrificing something so that he can forgive people so that people don't go to hell. That's not what we do in society. I, I don't know where that the love yourself is uh, love your neighbor is yourself. That's a good one. But that's not the whole Bible. Definitely not the whole Bible. Yahweh does not like his neighbors and half of it wipes them out in the other half. And then the, the other half of the neighbors that don't like him, he's going to send them to hell. So not very neighborly of him. I don't see that as a good source of morals. I don't see that as a when source of our society, that... <laughs> uh, base of our society. When you see that as a preparation for what God's ultimate plan is, which he reveals in Genesis 3, uh, we start to see even those uh, ritualistic laws in the Old Testament uh, as demonstrating a greater truth that will eventually be... Uh, ritualistic that laws that demonstrate a bigger truth. How about just giving the truth? Why slaughter things and kind of hint at things as opposed to just giving us the truth? Wouldn't that be a better way to go about things instead of killing everything and then kind of guessing at things? If I were if I were omniscient and able to know absolutely everything, I might be able to answer that. But from my limited human perspective... It doesn't make sense, um, right? With our limited it, human perspective, it just doesn't make sense to do that. But with my limited human perspective, there's the question of, um, one... Is it true? Because whether I understand it or not has no bearing on whether it's true or not. But two, uh, if it is true that there is a omniscient, um, uh, omnipotent, omnibenevolent God who revealed Himself through Scripture, if that is true, and in order to be uh, properly rational, we have to consider that as a po we have to consider the possibility that the Bible is true when we examine it. Right, I consider um, that it. And, yeah. I, and I considered but, it, and but, I, I threw in common sense and rationality and logic, and I'm like, hey, that's not true. But why do we have uh, so many secular uh, scholars who use same, the same common sense, the same rationality, and come mm -hmm. to a different conclusion than you do? Well, I don't know, man. I'm not those scholars. I don't even know which scholars have you're you talking about. I don't even know which scholars you're talking about. Which scholars uh, well, are you talking with... about that are secular that say the Bible is a good source of morals? 
let's start with Tom Holland. Uh, speaking of Paul's letters, compacted into this very small amount of writings was almost everything that explains the modern world. Tom International Holland? Like Spider-Man? Uh, no, the agnostic historian. I, I don't know uh, who that guy is. I only know the Spider-Man. Rebecca McLaughlin told you about him last year. Who? Rebecca McLaughlin told you about him last year. Oh, that was last year, and that was, holy cow, man. I don't know. Cool. That, that's was, cool. That's cool. I'm behind on all of my I don't know it, But I'm not him. I'm not him. And I'm telling you the disgusting things in here. I'm not getting my morals from that. I don't think you are either. I don't think the world is either. I don't think we're getting our morals from them. The good people that are not stoning people to death, slaughtering children out of jealousy, we're not getting our morals from the Bible. We don't require bloodshed for forgiveness. We don't get our morals from your God. Have you studied the French Revolution at all? I, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Explain it. Go ahead. So uh, the French Revolution and the American Revolution happened at very similar times. The French okay. Revolution took a uh, secular stance to morality and government. The American Revolution took a biblical stance to morality and government. The French Revolution assumed that if you create a good society, people are naturally good and we will have good things out of it. I think I found and, the problem. I found the problem, huh? David. What is biblical morality? What is that to you? What biblical morality I Jesus summed it up uh, greatly that the the fulfillment of the 613 laws in the Old Testament uh are um met by loving God with all of your heart mind soul and strength and oh. I would highlight <laughs> mind uh -huh. uh, it's not a it's not supposed to be mindless religion we're supposed to think about it which means it's not going to be just handed to us on a silver on a silver platter we need to take the time to understand this and wrestle with this so loving God with all of your heart so mind, loving soul, and strength, God is and something loving that, we should, that makes us moral Loving God makes us moral. Why does that make us moral, David? If it's a so one, if we are supposed to be people of love, which I think you would agree on, uh, we should be loving everyone. Now, loving doesn't always mean agreeing with loving, doesn't always mean liking. Um, but we should have a posture of love rather than hate in as much as possible, especially with morally good people. So well, again, how do we know he's morally good? Because to me, he's a documented child killer. We have documentation of him killing children. And right off the bat, I can tell you, people who kill kids aren't good people, especially for the reasons he does it. He does it out of jealousy. Do so you apply that to abortion? Abortion. We are mere human beings, first off. Mm -hmm. This is a god we're talking about, your source of morals. Yeah. So let's let's step away from people. Who are you know? Okay, but sinful. we need to make sure. Let's we're being go consistent. to the God, who is the all-loving source of your morals. Let's focus on but that. Let, guy. Let's be consistent. Let's be consistent. Why? If you say killing children is moral or is is immoral, then that applies to us too, right? Same goes for you. Let's say if it's immoral okay. for people, why is it not immoral for God? So one, God created all life. God is I the create children. Does that mean I can wipe them out? God has no. You well, have God can. He's That's, my source you of have morals. God has a God is the within Christian mythology, Thank within Jesus, Christian theology. I will now drown my children because they disobeyed me. I will now follow what my God has done. This is my source of morals. This is my loving father figure, someone to look up to. I should do as God does. Am I am I wrong? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mostly because God is God. We're not, we are not God. We never will be God. Should we so be there like are God? Some things, there are some things by definition that any Should authority be figure like can God, do David? that the people under them can't do. Should so we be like we God? Can't, <clears throat> we, this, this gets to a bigger issue. Uh, take Should we not off. strive to be like God? 
Should we not strive to be more like your moral center, the jealous guy like who drowns who, children? Like Should we what not God strive told us to be like what God told us to be? Like him. again, take take the example of police officers. There are certain things that police officers officers can do uh -huh. that we as regular citizens cannot do, and it's because of the fact that they are a police officer. There's certain uh, authority so they that children. they have. That so it's okay if a cop no, kills not, a kid. No, I'm not saying you're right. Kids. I'm saying okay. they okay? can pull people over. They can arrest people. We can't arrest people. So we it, can actually. It's, it's called citizens arrest, David. We can also it's be deputized within very. Okay, if we're deputized, that's different. We've been given that authority. <laughs> citizens arrest is so a very God limited. has deputized me to be like God. Can I now drown children out of jealousy? God hasn't done that. Kill children out of jealousy. Who's killing any children out of jealousy? Can I kill kids out of jealousy if God does it and he deputizes me? God did that? You're saying God did not kill any children out of jealousy? You're saying he did. That's your claim. I'm waiting for you to back Correct. up Correct. I'm asking you, are you denying this claim? You're making the claim. The way logic okay. works. So you're denying the, the claim. Thank you for, claim. for helping me out there. No, so children, that's, let's go to children. not the same thing. Hosea 9. Remember this story? Let me go ahead and pull up my Bible and take a look. Yeah, While you're at it, are you familiar with Jürgen Habermas, the philosopher? I don't know. You keep name dropping, man. I'm just talking about me and you. I'm just wondering why people who professionally study these subjects for decades seem to come to a very different conclusion than you do. It's called bias. And it's called bias. They're atheists. So, so atheists are more biased than you are? I don't know what these atheists you're talking about. I don't know what they're saying. I didn't read their no. books, David. So, I'm telling you, as an atheist myself, I don't get my morals in, from a documented child killer. And I highly doubt... In, that these atheists are saying, yes, I get my morals from the God of the Bible. I highly doubt that. In your book, let, let me pull up a quote from your book. Ah, well, my book. Yeah. Cool. I bought it and I read it because that's what uh, an intelligent person does is they, if they're going to engage with someone, they read it. That's why I need to ask why there's so many atheist scholars that you're I don't know, David. Read. I don't know about them. I'm not talking about them. I know. No, but that, that's what I'm highlighting is if and, they're coming to, su to such, I mean, I'm if you don't care, that's fine. I don't. But if they're doing the research that you're not doing, cool. and they're coming to different conclusions. Point me a quote that says the God of the Bible is a center for good morals. Universalistic egalitarianism from which sprang the ideals of freedom and a collective life and solidarity, the autonomous conduct of life. This it's not from your book. This is from your oh. book. You <laughs> um, the autonomous conduct of life and emancipation, the individual morality of conscience, human rights and democracy is the direct legacy of the Judaic ethic of justice and the Christian ethic of love. This legacy, substantially unchanged, has been the object of continual critical appropriation and reinterpretation. To this day, there is no alternative to it. And in yeah. light of the current challenges of a post-national constellation, we continue to draw on the, the substance of this heritage. Everything else is just idle postmodern talk. Great. That, okay, now, that doesn't again, say so, that so Yahweh is a good is, source of morals. That does not say that. It got it. He's talking about the legacy that came from the Bible that was developed by Scripture. Okay. It, so that, that so doesn't again, that say God of the Bible is a good source of morals. That does not say that. Does something have to explicitly say exactly that's what I was, one that's actually what I was looking word? for, though, David? That's like specifically what I was looking for. I'm sorry, but I can't really support <laughs> such a hyper literalistic wooden interpretation. That right, sounds because they're not talking about the God of the Bible, David. They're not talking about the God of the Bible. 
They're talking about the no, love it, your neighbor crap in there. That's what they're talking about. And you know what, David? That shit comes back even farther than Christianity. Does it? Even farther than Judaism, Hinduism, 3200 BC. Have you read those original? One should always treat others as they themselves wish to be treated. That's that's before Judaism said it. And then there's... Who is that? Hinduism. Hinduism, you know, that's the oldest religion. The oldest religion. Look it up. You're faster uh, than I am. I've just got it quoted here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I are like on the spot, Yuval, man. I love it. In Yuval Harari's uh, Sapiens, he argues mm. that... Uh, Hammurabi's, which has some variant of uh, the golden rule, also specifically divides people up into classes and makes different uh, laws according to what class you're in. So there's a lot more context to this, because if we look through history, you say Hinduism has that quote. Okay, that's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I haven't read their text yet. I haven't studied Hinduism. Hmm. Uh, what we do know is Hinduism still had their class system up until Ironically, that doesn't matter, though. That doesn't matter, though. So we go to the Bible. You go well, Judaism with well, the whole love your neighbor Hold thing? up, hold up. Where does God say to get your slaves from? Okay. The neighbors that you love? Okay. I'm being consistent. Look, we, we established that the Buddhism okay, had Let's look at slavery. So uh, Hinduism. Would, would it be fair to say that your position is that the Bible supports slavery? We're not even getting into that. We're not even getting into that. I'm talking about... You just brought up slavery. Yes, I did. I you did. just said, where do you get your slaves? And, and, so, have right, you because it's the a whole love Bible? your neighbor thing. The whole love your neighbor thing. Okay. Correct? Have, have you we cannot love our Bible? neighbor if we're enslaving them, right? It, do you have a credit card? Because if you do, then according to the Bible, you're Holy enslaved. Holy shit, slave. that's totally different, David. David, no, would you like to be my, my slave though. for a day? So that's my point. Would you though, like to be a slave for a day, David? Under what definition of slavery? My definition of slavery. The biblical one where you can't go free. For years, so that's and then they'll really trick the... you by giving you a wife. They'll steal you from the from your city. They're they're no. You know, actually, there's a law against kidnapping. It doesn't matter when it comes to slavery. They kidnap it, women so the, from their cities. Holy cow! So the man. law against kidnapping in the Bible, you're for, th- specifically related to slavery, uh-huh. doesn't apply to kidnapping. So you're telling me when it says kidnapping, it means do, slavery. Do, do you know about that law? I do know about that law, and I'm asking you a very specific question. Do you think when they say kidnapping, they mean slavery? That's a significant part of it. The That's whole, a significant uh, difference, David. The, if you ignore the context, yes. If okay. you ignore the context, absolutely. Remember that one time? Oh, no, we won't get into that. Yahweh sent him into slavery. Sorry, I'm just reading here. It's really funny. Um, he was so mad at them. Uh, so let's see, go slaves, slaves, slaves. Where are you get your slaves from? There it is. Leviticus 25, 44 through 46. Now, is this That's or is this not? That's not in the not... slave Bible. Is, huh? That's not, not in the slave Bible. It's not in the slave why, Bible? Why, why did the slavers take that out of the slave Bible? I have no idea what you're talking about. We're, we're so discussing a verse. Let's that's discuss one this of the problem. Your male so and the fundamental problem is you don't understand from the nations around you. Are the nations around you your 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 neighbors i'd have to uh, look into what those nations specifically are and of course they are the nations that are around you are your neighbors correct the ones who were killing babies for 400 years those nations no they're male and female slaves are to come from your nations around you i'm going to enslave my neighbor that is not treating your neighbor as you want to be treated david that's my point that's my point. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's also out okay. of context. How is it out of context, David? 
all of the uh, Torah laws from Exodus through uh, number, I always forget which of the last one numbers, whatever it is, all of them are bounded within the, you were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. Don't do to the other nations what was done to you. All of them are bounded by that. So if you want to take a specific sentence out of there, take it out of context and say nothing. The whole else damn verse. Let's read the matters. whole damn verse. From then, from them, That's you may buy context. slaves. You will also buy some of the temporary residents living among you. That's not neighbor. That's, That's not your context. house. That's your city. Reading one sentence isn't I just, context. I can keep going, man. It's just, it's, it's slavery. You need You're to buying read the whole slaves book. from your neighbors. Your neighbors you are your slaves. I read the whole book, man. Okay, what was that quote you wanted to quote from my book? What was that? Um, where was that? Um, tethered to reality. Remind me to come back to that. Uh, now, of course, it doesn't want to pull up. Oh, um, no, you're the fastest one. I'm super sorry. Yeah, I try to be, but that doesn't mean the computer always gives me what I want. Um, true. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on. Um, hmm. This is one that I thought I'd pulled up beforehand, and for some reason I didn't have it pulled up. Uh, about the author. Um, do, 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 they fail. Um, trying to remember if it's in the outro or the last chapter. Hmm. Um, but you mentioned specifically about if we go in with our biases. Hmm. Uh, then it, it, um, it's basically uh, what was a confirmation bias. If you go in assuming the consequence, you're going to, then you're going to be looking at all of the evidence from the assumption you've already made. Um, and now, of course, I can't find it. Go figure. That's okay. That's okay. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll but do, you, do you remember that quote? Yeah. yeah. Uh, more or less. <laughs> well, so maybe. I don't one, remember, one, man. <laughs> one of been a the, while. Uh, one of the unintended, con- oh, here we go. When you oh, start good. with a predetermined outcome, your research and findings become an attempt to fit the premise you started mm. with. So yeah, one yeah. of my specializations is something I'm developing called Sudoku apologetics. And what I'm, it's based on the game. Okay. But what I'm uh, trying to do is um, when I analyze arguments, when I analyze evidence, I look at it in light of the whole picture because oftentimes when we try to solve a puzzle, we just look at do the two pieces fit together and that's it. Whereas with Sudoku, you have to look at the whole puzzle. Just because these two pieces fit together doesn't mean all of them do. Okay. So when I take challenging issues, like, okay, there's verses about slavery in the Bible. Those are challenging verses. Those are, you know, things that we have to wrestle with. And I have to look at, okay, so one, what is the full context in the Bible? But two, how does that play out across all of human history? The Bible, that those verses in particular were written 4,000 years ago. They were written in a different language and a very different culture. One of the incidental issues with that is growing up, especially in America, we're taught about the transatlantic slave trade. And it's good that we're taught about it. It's entirely wrong what happened there. It was Christians that stopped it. It was Christians taking the ripping out 90% of the Old Testament who were doing it. But the wow. as, as applies to us, that's the slave Bible. It's part of the research you should really be doing. But part of the consequence of that, or the unintended consequence of teaching kids that and only that, is we get the impression that that's the full sum definition of slavery. 
Wow. And it's not. The word slave has been used for 6,000 uh, plus years through human history to mean a lot of different things. Why do you and have some to, of those oh, things? Thank yeah, I thank you for that. Uh, okay. Why, why do you feel the need to defend these horrible verses? Why do you have to find excuses for them? No, I, I feel the need that we need to properly understand what it is before deciding whether it needs to be defended or not. Again, case in point, it, in the Bible, in the book of Proverbs, it says the borrower is slave to the lender. So that's one of the biblical definitions of slavery. Now, Do you think slavery in the Bible was good? Let's just start there. Depending on when it was. Depending on what it was, that I uh, let me back up. I don't think the word slave is the problem. I think the problem is what happens within different instances of slavery. Do you think people wanted to be slaves? The there we go. Did, did people want in to be some, slaves in the Bible? In some cases, those people did. One of the practices they had was which one? Which Bible verse shows us? Which Bible verse shows us somebody was one of the, glad to be a, a slave? Somebody enjoying themselves. If I remember slave. correctly, uh, Ebenezer, Abraham's slave. He loved it. Somehow he loved being a slave. He, somehow he had a good enough relationship with Abraham that Abraham entrusted him with immense wealth and sent him off on a multi-week journey in order to get a bride for his son. Okay, so he had now, to go do we things. To that doesn't that mean example, he had a good time doing it, though. Did he no, have a good if, time being a slave? Did he enjoy if it? We were to, if he didn't enjoy it, he would have left. He had all the wealth to go. He was a slave. You can't leave. He couldn't. He was gone. Then he's not a slave. He can't leave the 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 servitude of his master. Or, Can he not? Or there's no or. Your Can understanding he not? of slavery is in question. David, just ex just explain it to me then. Can he or can he not? I'm leave? I'm trying to. Can he not leave to. the servitude of he his had, master? He had the full physical ability to go do that. He was he was gone. able to he leave as gone. a so then he wasn't a slave, David. He was under your definition. He was employed. That's called employment. With, but the a lot of the biblical term for slave, or a lot a lot of the biblical use of the word slave is employment. Okay, That's so one not of one of these people had a some good time. Cases the it Egyptians is. Some cases enslaved it them for four hundred years. They did not have a good time. They pissed off Yahweh. Yahweh and sold them back into slavery. They did not have a good time. I don't see anybody having a good time as a slave. This is a oh. slave. They are not free to go. And if they are free to go, that's not enslavement. That's employment. And that's not Paul what I see in the Bible. As a slave These people are not able to be free. Abraham identified himself as a uh, as a slave of Jesus. Well, that's not very that's smart. That's the thing. We, we have to Why look would you enslave yourself to, to somebody? Why would you enslave yourself to somebody? If you have a better understanding of what slavery is or could be. I do. I can't break free. Is slavery something I can't get rid of? Can I not break is free from servitude? Is that biblical definition of it? Holy shit, David. I'm asking you. No, but, but, is slave in, in your head, in your mind, but to no, you, like your I definition, said, is it something you, you can break free from? If you start with your predetermined outcome that slavery in the Bible is, is equivalent to the transatlantic slave trade, to that general idea, if that's what you start with, you haven't convinced you will me otherwise. everything through that. I'm asking you but very specific somehow, questions to differ from that, and you're somehow, not answering them. History says something very different. All right, David. It, it wasn't atheists that. Let's go. Back. It wasn't atheists that ended two global slave trades. Oh Jesus! It, it wasn't was them that started it either. Let's go back. Let's it go back to abortion. Christian. Yeah, Christians started slavery. Okay. Good job, Christians. No, um, they ended. Let's it. go back to. A, they started it too, David. <laughs> when did they start it? I don't know. Holy crap! All right, so, so abortion. Why do you abortion. make claims that you don't know about? 
David, same reason you do. What claims have I made that I don't know about? Is there a God, David? I believe there is. And I you believe, but like you don't Anthony know. Flew, That's a claim you don't know your... about. That's a claim you don't know about. Also, slavery you... in the Old Testament. You weren't there. That's a claim you don't know about. All we have is verses to go off of and history. So you weren't there. So you we don't, don't know, know for sure. We're all just giving our opinion on what things are. My opinion on the Bible is that it promotes slavery. The slavery where you and can't go free. But your opinion is something opinion different, and you scholars, haven't told me why it's that. I'm, I've been trying to numerous okay. times. So can is it the same? Can I, can I go free? Can I go free? Am I able to break free from this bondage? Slavery, employment, whatever it is. Am I able to? I'd have to look at those specific verses. Right. It's in not in case. there. It's not in there, David. It's not in there. So let's go back to abortion. You mentioned abortion is bad. You got you got kind of upset about it, and that's cool. I totally understand. So abortion. Why why do you find abortion so bad? As atheist lesbian Camille Paglia says, it's murder. Okay, cool. Why do you keep quoting atheists? It's very weird to me. Why are there so many atheists who study these things? I don't know. Different conclusions than you do? David, my answer is I don't know. No, but that's kind of the point that I'm getting at is you're not doing the research that they're doing. I don't know why they think that, David. Set, but you could learn. Could. That's right. So I'm I still have my time, opinion, and my opinion right now is Yeah. So I, I bought know. your book. When you when you messaged me, I looked up your website, I bought your book, awesome. I read it, I finished it on Thursday. Cool. I took the time to educate myself on what you said. On what you believed, on and why you believe. I appreciate that, David. Well, I appreciate that. That's why I ask questions so I can educate myself okay. on what you believe. So, abortion. Why do you think it's bad? It's wrong to kill. It's wrong for a human to kill an innocent human being. And according to all scientific standards, unborn children are human beings. Where does life begin, David? According to embryology textbooks, it begins at conception. Wow. Wow. Conception. So as soon as that sperm hits that egg, it's a human being. It's a according living... to embryology textbooks. Yes. It's a... No, I don't believe you. But that's fine. I uh, uh, have you living... looked at any? I, I did. I don't I, believe I you, David. Went and I... okay. Cool. Thank you. Cool. So, is it is it bad when your God ends a baby's life? Because it's a baby once it's conceived. That's it. It's a baby. In 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 you know how you believe. scientifically yes. How you believe. So why is it how you believe? And why do you... We can do this all day, David. How fun. I know. I've read the science. You have shit. What do we, 10? So you have your opinion, and I can respect that. Why is it okay when Yahweh does it, David? Does Yahweh perform abortions? David, you've read the Bible, right? You think it's true. I also believe it's within context. Cool. Let's go to one very big one. The flood. Okay. Where? Okay. Were there any pregnant woman during the flood? I don't know. The Bible doesn't say. Hundred percent, there was David. Hundred percent, there was. Logic sure? and common sense says if he's drowning the whole planet, somebody's pregnant. We're, we're both using logic and common sense, and we're coming to very. I don't see yours. I don't I see it. But you're telling me there's no pregnant either. woman so during the time of the flood. Work on that. You're telling me there's no to... pregnant woman during the flood. Hold on. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying. I'm saying it doesn't say. Holy shit, David. So you don't think there was any pregnant women during the flood? I'm saying it doesn't say. That's all I'm saying. 
David. There may have been. There may not have been. The text. Of course, there was, David. You think an entire planet full of people didn't have a pregnant woman on it? I think it's possible. Wow. I'm not saying it's probable. I'm not saying it's the lengths you will go to make excuses for this guy is unbelievable. How, how is stating it's an excuse he didn't abort anybody i don't know if there how, was how any is, pregnant women how is of course there was david that, how is stating that the text doesn't say something david, an excuse it's an excuse no seriously how how is stating that the text doesn't it's ex- say something? it's an excuse to get out of answering the question is what it is david it's an excuse to get out of answering the very simple question I mean, the very simple questions I've been asking you is why atheist scholars who study this come to And my answer is, I don't know, David. I don't know why. I haven't read them. Which is why, which is why I asked the follow-up question, why aren't you reading them? I'm behind on every reading project I'm in, so don't get me wrong. I'm not trying go. to say, oh, well, you haven't read this there one I'm book. still reading all of these over here, and I just bought a new bunch of books. This one, holy cow, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. I don't have time to read this. It sounds great, but I don't have time to read this. I have a whole oh, yeah. Gibbons is list. Yeah. yeah, Gibbons is good. So, of course. No, I haven't had time, David. But you okay, know no, the Bible. That. You know your God. You know the stories. And you and have I'm common sense because you know context. an entire planet full of people. There's going to be some of them that are pregnant. So, yes, 100%. If that story is true, he aborted every baby on the planet that's abortion did he kill the babies that were in their mothers if there were pregnant women they died as a result of the flood as a result of aborting them aborting them in the process do you think causing a miscarriage do you think causing a miscarriage is abortion if i caused that would that be aborting that pregnancy Yes, that would that obviously. would be an abortion, obviously. And Jose, let's go back to that Jose that, nine. I like this one. I like this one. He really makes um, he's really mad at these people. He's really jealous. He's a jealous God. He punishes children because of his jealousy. So and I, and I love this excuse I get from uh, Christian apologists all the time. Oh, God killed all of their kids because they were killing some of their kids. So God <laughs> killed all their kids. That makes sense. Such a loving God. All right, uh, okay, there it is. Hosea 9.14. Hosea 9.14. Lord, what will you give them? Give them wombs that miscarry and breasts that are dry. So he's going to cause them to miscarry, which is an abortion. And then, excuse me, he's going to starve. He's going to starve the babies to death. The breasts are going to run dry. That's how mad he is. Now, that's that's our source of morality right there. Lashing out irrationally. Do you understand the cultural context of that? Oh, my God, David. Tell me the the cultural context. In, well, most societies for, except for America in the last 20 years, but in particular in ancient Middle Eastern societies, bearing a lot of children was a sign of blessing and was a sign of uh, honor. Okay, cool. So what this was saying is not necessarily God saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, kill all your children. What God's saying is I'm taking away the blessings because of your evilness and your wickedness, and I'm leaving. So you're telling you in a me what it says: give them wombs that miscarry and breasts that are dry. He's not talking about kids. No, what I'm saying is he's going after uh, 
their children. What they value what their sign of right. blessing is. Right. So that doesn't that still doesn't make it any better, David. He's still killing kids. I will slay their cherished offspring, is what he says. Holy cow, that's your source of morality. Such a great guy. Such a loving father. Such a loving father. I can't, I don't see it, David. I don't see it. So why are if you, you studied some of the if, what if you studied some of the what happened? What happened? Yeah, what happened? I studied the for the resurrection of I stud, I studied the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus and came to the conclusion that that is that the resurrection is the best explanation for the evidence we have available for the events and the documents that uh are about wow. 30 80 or so. How do you know it wasn't taken? The body wasn't moved. How do you know that? There's no indication it was. Actually, there's a no indication of anything. Is. It's just a story about some dude rising from the dead. He's a demigod. That's not really anything. We don't a have demigod. any physical evidence of. He's a demigod. He's half god. Well, half, what do you mean human. by demigod? Half half god, half human, demigod. Half god. That's not Christian theology. That's cool, but that's what Christian theology that Jesus is half well, is half uh, god, half human. Of course, fully Christian, god, Christian theology god. is also not faith as make believe, but the, you know that's what it is. It, no, I'm I'm is. not saying Christian theology is true. I'm saying that if you're going to talk about something, you need to yeah. accurately describe it. If I'm going to talk about Hinduism, I need to describe Hinduism as Hinduism talks about it. It's weird. I thought you were saying Christianity was true. I thought that's what your whole thing was. I, I believe it is true, but okay, so I that also is your thing. In, so it's not demigod. That's not cool. What that's theology. what I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him a demigod because that's what if he is you want to be me. wrong, call him it's that. Fine, you can call him real. That's wrong, but you can call him that. It's fine. Resurrection. Do you believe Where Jesus is your evidence for this? Where is your evidence that Jesus rose from the dead? Primarily in the four documents that Bart Ehrman's identifies as uh, positive biographical texts for so his Bart life. Ehrman thinks that Jesus rose from the dead? He thinks the Gospels are primary biological records of his life. He disagrees cool. with some of the things that are in 100%. there, but he accepts them as historical sources. That's not him raising from the dead. That's not evidence of him raising from the dead. I will go. I will agree with you. We will. Yes, 100% agree. Bart Ehrman thinks Jesus was a real person. Me? I don't know. There's a lot of evidence going either way. But I guarantee you, there is? the dude didn't fly in the air. What he evidence didn't raise is from the dead. So what is your evidence of him raising from the dead? What is this conclusive thing? That, document. Which one? All of them. All Even of them. The ones That's that are so helpful. David, so is the gospel part of those historical documents? The four gospels or the gospel? Whatever you want. Let's go with the four gospels. Do you think the Bible, yes. the stories of Jesus? Bart Ehrman. I don't care about Bart Ehrman. I don't care about Bart Ehrman. Oh, my God. Why I'm gonna go you, Will Smith on you. I'm gonna get his why, name out why of your do mouth. You disregard the scholar so much <laughs> because it doesn't matter, David. I'm talking about evidence okay. for resurrection. You're talking yes, about I evidence know. for an actual human being. I agree. No. He could have been a no. human being. I want to know where your evidence for resurrection is, sir. Okay, the resurrection, if it happened, it was a historical event. So we need to look at it the same way as every other historical event. We need to look at it for okay. did Julius Caesar cross the Tiber or cross the what was it the Tiber? The we are talking about evidence did for he? resurrection. But, what else is the evidence? I know. What is it? What is it? The historical records we have. What are you is looking it? for? Physical evidence. What is the evidence? Physical... You're saying there's four of them. Is it? Is it the Mark Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the primary. Those are historical evidence, according to Bart. Arminius. Okay, then. Okay, 
fuck off with Bart Ehrman. Oh my God, David. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to historians, I can't God help you. Damn it, David. Pay attention. Now. Okay. So if I those are historic, if those are historical to... documents, if those four are historical okay. documents, please tell me what did the women see? Which one was it? What did they yeah, see? Yeah, which one? The, was the, it two angels? Was it a young dude? What was it? Between the four gospels, they record uh what multiple women saw. They they document that multiple women were what there. What did they see? They saw angels, they saw Jesus, they saw Woo. a couple different things, depending on who it was you were talking to. So they didn't get their story straight. That's actually an evidence of reliability. If you no, go to 100 percent no. no, when you go to any kind of crime scene, you're not gonna like 100 percent rely on word of mouth. Oh, that's funny because one of the most famous police oh. officers in the country, Jay J- J- Warner Wallace, who's a notable uh Christian apologist argues extensively that if you have all four uh if you have all eyewitnesses saying exactly the same thing it's called collusion it's not they don't say the same thing david they don't say the same thing they all say different things it's all mixed up we don't know which one is true we can't rely on it david we cannot rely on things that are not accurate we can't how do you know they're not accurate because they say different things david that's what you find with reliable eyewitnesses According to the police officers and the lawyers that else you this? rely on that doesn't make sense, that doesn't add up, that's not the same. Is there anything else you rely just because, on? Math, just because you your don't Sudoku, understand it if your Sudoku didn't match up, if it like was inconsistent, would you like that's think it's thing. a good thing? No, I've tested this. Not. That's why I find it consistent. You have not tested this. Where is your evidence for this resurrection? You You've know? tested a resurrection. Let's see the it. The historical documents. Those are not historical documents when they don't add up and they cannot be consistent. Okay. Again, collusion is a sign of unreliability. That is the weirdest thing, David. I don't understand that. Have, you've never looked at that? That's the weird. No, I've never. That that's standard thing. legal. That's standard legal investigation. Cool. If all of the eyewitnesses say exactly the same thing, okay, <clears throat> the standard conclusion is that they're in, in the, is that they're they made up their story. So all these together. fanciful stories about people doing fanciful things are true because people witnessed it and said so. No, it's because when we look at historical analysis, so we can't just believe everything we hear, right, David? Especially if it doesn't add I, up and it doesn't make sense. That's why I don't believe anything you say, just because you say it. That's why I don't believe anything Bart Ehrman says, just because he that's says awesome. it. That's awesome. No, 100. percent Look it up. Look okay. it up. We read but here's the for thing. that reason. Absolutely. Okay, but but he, here's the thing. Here's I'm it. doing that research. I I'm learning the languages. I'm reading the historical texts. Reading I'm the reading gospel the is not doing the research, David. I want you, you to go outside to go the gospel, there. David. Go outside the gospel. I want you to find me a resurrected human being. After three days, somebody coming back to life. Find me one. Is that supposed to be disproving one historical event? Right. Well, how? Well, because it's insanity how, to believe how that does... it only happens once. You're telling me it only happened once? I was only born once. Right. Right. No one. Well, actually, you're, you're never going to so find another twice. example of you're me born being again. born again. You're born again. You're actually well, a Christian. So okay, you're born intended. twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how many belly, button, pun, belly buttons but, do you have david how many belly buttons two but sci- scientifically you're not going to find me being born again no you're not going to find a, me being born a second time the fact that a, another event a historical event hasn't been copied because that's not, the whole point if it's not tethered to if, reality if, though david 
it's not how tethered to reality without starting with your predetermined outcome right which is the natural world i live in my so reality common sense here's what another here's another atheist philosophy for you um, right i'm gonna thoroughly throw mess it with out there thing. i'm gonna I tell you i don't care <laughs> hey if you want to go on public record tethered you reality i want to be tethered to reality david an invisible person Scientism is not tethered in reality. Tethered People reality. coming back from the dead is not tethered in reality. Ghosts impregnating virgins okay. is not tethered in reality. Okay, but scientism isn't tethered in reality. Scientism? Either. Yes. The belief that the only thing that can be known is what can be verified by science. There's an article by uh, atheist David, philosopher Massimo Piglini. David, are you tethered in reality? reality includes the natural and the supernatural yes i am there's no such thing as the supernatural i'm sorry david so and you have evidence for that you're tethered in reality right you're saying there's you a supernatural david i david hold on hold on you're saying there's a supernatural i'm saying i don't believe you that is your claim okay. prove to me the supernatural is real show me show math math explains the supernatural no, math is something that's immaterial, cannot be verified by science, and therefore is not covered under nature. Therefore, math is, by definition, supernatural. So sad. Same that's thing so with philosophy. Sad, philosophy so does not fall under science. Science so actually sad. falls under philosophy. So right off the start, we have things. How many science, plays a, science is a great tool. You know James Tour, look him up. He's one of the greatest scientists alive today and a great Christian apologist. So do you believe in invisible people? In like just like the invisible man? I don't know. Angels, demons, God, Jesus. Are there invisible people around you? Are they existing? I mean, obviously, I do believe God and Jesus exist. Why? Why do you believe from the Bible? That, that exists? Based because on the, the evidence from the Bible? Because the book. That's it. Is that a problem? 100%. I mean, you're you're tethered to reality here. But a book okay. says the guy came back to How life. How are you defining that reality? A magical if you define, if you define reality as not reality, David, you if, can't if prove you define, it. Okay, can you prove that supernatural doesn't exist? And I'm not I'm not playing the prove God. That's 100% what that thing. game is, David. You made the no, claim. I'm, I'm prove to me that you're... there's supernatural beings. You are starting nope. on the pre. You're starting on the premise that outcome. supernatural beings exist, David. And I'm asking you I'm, to. Pl- I'm starting to on me. the premise that both options are available. Oh, so you're agnostic. That doesn't mean both options are true. So you're agnostic. I'm starting you... on. The, I'm starting on the premise when I research it. So I ha- I have two different ways I I look and talk about this. When I talk with Christians, I presuppose the Bible is the word of God. God exists. Jesus is Lord, etc. Because we share that belief. When I'm not talking with Christians, I do still hold that belief, but my research starts from it is a possibility that it could be true. What does the evidence say? There's a possibility and that I'm a pod person too, research, David. There's a possibility. I've seen movies. There's like three of them. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. How do I know that's not true? How do I know that's not happened? Because I live in reality, David. Because that doesn't happen in reality. I mean, we, that doesn't happen. We have other atheists. I don't care what Time other atheists, other atheists say, David. Okay, if you don't, again. Why do you keep appealing again, to these God, other atheists? We're talking me and you, me and you, man, me and you, not these other yeah. people, not and Bart Ehrman. Me and you, 
me and you, there is a big difference between us very clearly. One of us looks at the text and says the text is written. No, we're talking about the God part right now. We're, we're totally talking about the God huh? part right now. We're basing ourselves in reality. Supernatural. You made that claim. Are there supernatural people? Please explain and prove to me that there are supernatural people out there. Beings. Sorry. Beings. I, I don't call them people. Based on the Bible, based on Jesus that's, existing. That's, that's as ridiculous. Spider-Man then. Spider-Man. Any any other other gods that predate Atheists your god. Mock that example. Atheists I'm going mock that. Oh, example. for fuck's sake, stop with the atheist, man. Keep that word out of your motherfucking mouth. I'm talking about these other religions that came before you. How do you know these gods aren't real? They come before your god. I I accept the possibility that I, I could be wrong and those could be right. I'll have to, I will be looking Why do you believe it though, David? That's what I'm getting at. I want to know why. I've been telling you. The, based on based the proof. on the historical I, sorry, yes, analysis, you're right. You're right. I want the proof. That's what I want. I want the proof. I want you to show me why it's, it's real. And I've been saying that the now, Bible is not proof of that because if, then the the Bhagavad Gita is the proof of uh, of, of Kalima, and that came before your God. It, I'm totally not going to get that anyway. If the Book of Kalima is historically reliable. Which I haven't researched that. I'll fully admit I'd have to research that. If it turns out to be fully reliable, then hey, I may have to revise my worldview. At this time, based on what I've learned so far, I don't think it is. So you got In particular, I haven't seen positive positive arguments for it. If I remember correctly, seen it's actually specifically not any but, of your supernatural people either. And I'm supposed to have to see everything in order to believe it's true. Okay, so we're going to go down that rabbit hole. I haven't seen a black That's... hole, but I believe a black hole is true. Does a black hole, you know, like run your life? Do you, do you run your life off of a black hole's existence? No, you do on God. So now, we're, get, so now we're getting out of science, out of what do my eyes see? That's for supernatural. As soon as you said supernatural, David, we left science. <laughs> that's my that, that no, gone. that's my point. <laughs> if if by proof you want only that which fits science, then we have to reject all of history. I think it's we ridiculous that it's logic. only the Bible that convinced you. You've never never had an encounter with this invisible supernatural being. You've never I talked have, to him one, face I know to you're face. Not going to accept them, and two, I don't I don't count you have. that as. Hold on, you saw God or Jesus. I, no, I haven't seen God. I've ha I've had oh. encounters, but I don't rely on that. How as, do you know it was God then if you didn't even see him? How do you even know? How do you know it was your God? How do you know it wasn't Satan? How do you know it wasn't I a mean, lying I've... spirit from God? Like, weird. It's okay, so what did he say? Unlikely. What did he say? Okay, so I'm going to be upfront. You're going to laugh at this, and I don't blame <laughs> you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Not not because of religion. It's because it was from Star Trek. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. I love Star Trek, man. So, um, act, well, actually, there's two main cases. The first one was um, I was watching an episode of Star Trek Voyager. It mm -hmm. was one of the first episodes. Um, I don't remember which one. Mm -hmm. huh? Oh, Janeway. Sorry, just okay. Janeway. I was just being yeah, attracted. It, with it you. was Janeway and Torres. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, the, I don't know if you're familiar with the story, but basically uh, they it was two... It was the Federation and a bunch of rebels. They ended up going through a wormhole together. One ship got destroyed. Both crews of both both ended up on one ship on the Voyager. Uh, and so there was tension between, hey, we're enemies, but we're 70 million light years from uh, from home. So mm. we're going to be friends until we get home. Mm. So at one point, Janeway, Janeway and Taurus go head to head. And Janeway flat out tells Taurus that as long as you're on this ship, 
you will obey what I say. If you want to get off the ship, that's fine. We can talk about that. I'm not, you know, going to space lock you. But if while you're on the ship, you're going to uh, do what I say. Um, as a matter of self-preservation and just the reality, that's what the situation required. Well, I happened to watch that at a time where in my work, I was having some issues with my supervisors. And to me, that was plain as day as God saying, hey, here's a lesson for you. While you're here in this position, as long as they don't ask you to do something immoral. As plain as day. You said as plain as day. Explain that. It it was clear to me that that, that it was God speaking, using that to a teach voice. me a lesson. Was it a voice no, or not, was it a thought no, that came into your head? Um, it would be a thought. Okay, so you had a thought and you attribute it and to an invisible being. That's what, it was clear to me it was, and that's why, why? I wasn't going why to Why was it clear to you? That is so weird, David. But why? I'm, I'm, why was it no, so that's clear? That's why I don't ah. need that as evidence. Because you do. You need to, you if, need to look if, into if that. You need to no. dissect that. If, if, 100%. Someone, if someone came up and told if someone came up and told me the same thing, I would respect that they had an experience. I would be a little bit skeptical. Um, I wouldn't I, mock them, but I I would I would I would um like I said, I would respect, okay, you had some kind of experience. I can't you had a thought, it. David. It's I all it is. There. It's just it's a thought, and you're attributing it to an experience with a with a, a supernatural I being. That is so weird. That is so weird, David. I don't attribute any of my thoughts and to a supernatural would, being. And and, and, that's and the fine. fact you that also you reject most of academia, and that's weird to me. I don't know. What... So we can both have things that we both believe about <laughs> that we or that, that we believe that we think the other person is. Oh man, about. dude. Oh man. I love this. This is fun. All right. You got some more time? <laughs> about another half yeah. hour, you good? You get okay. I'm gonna take a quick break here and then I'll come right back. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So where oh. were we? Um, it, well, so personal experience. Yeah. I don't expect you to believe that. I no. really don't. Um, and like no, no one else was there. It was just me. I can tell you that this is what I honestly experienced. This is what right. I went through. You're free to You're free to doubt it. And I'm not going to hold anything against you for doubting it. I, like I said, I wouldn't believe it uh, or positively believe it. I wouldn't necessarily disbelieve it, but I wouldn't positively believe it if someone came up and told me similar. Right. But let's tether um, ourselves to reality. Okay. So that's what I want to do. I want to tether ourselves to reality. When, okay. In reality, so in, re in reality, are there supernatural beings giving you thoughts? Or are you coming up with your own thoughts? If you're presupposing that that's not tethered to reality, I'm I'm telling you what I think it was, and I'm fully admitting all of your I don't have evidence that would fit you. Are all of your expectations that would prove it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Don't worry about it. Are all of your thoughts come from these supernatural beings, or are you responsible for any of your own thoughts? I'm responsible for a lot of my thoughts. I would probably say. So, how do you differ between your thoughts and your deity's thoughts? That he's sending you. How do you differ? Differentiate. There's the word. It's uh, <laughs> you're gonna hate this, but it's a feeling. Like I, I can't get more precise than that. You, you, and like you I said, I fully know, David. I mean, if I no, had just a feeling I, I, for anything, I wouldn't take it as 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 no, fact. But that 
Okay, but again, that's why I don't base my faith on I had those experiences. Because I know experiences so what do you base your like faith on? On a historical study of Jesus. Okay, historically gospels and plenty of others. You you really need to historically study other beliefs besides just that one. I do. I, I try to. I'm well, reading Mark. The one that comes before yours. The one that comes before yours, you should probably look at that one. I have the Tibetan book for the dead up on my shelf. It's in both Hindu, English Hinduism. And Hindu. Look up Hinduism. Hinduism. Check out the Bhagavad Gita. Check out all the religions that yeah. came before yours. Yeah. I I try to. It's not my area of specialization, but I try to. I, I try to be fair. Because, part, again, part of my... Huh? You want to throw out names? Let's throw out a name. You ever heard of Fraser? What's his first name? James Fraser. James Fraser. Uh, the Golden Bow. Wasn't he debunked as a hack? No, I don't know. I never heard of that. You may want to look into that. Yeah, you may want to look yeah, into him otherwise, though, because the, the he's got a... that's responsible for much. Yeah, wasn't that book responsible for much of the myth myth information we have in the? Um, no, in not that I know. Everything today. seems to make a lot of it make sense uh, you, as far as historically. <laughs> and the Bible's true. <laughs> no, no, come on, hold, hold the Bible to the same standard. Hold, come hold on, the Bible to the you same do standard. not. Look, you look do not. Okay, you put both How those books in the same standard. Then go grab a Bhagavad and put it in the same standard as your Bible. You will realize that those stories are true. Oh, my God. There's a no, city I, that, that re resembles a real city. These are real people that resembles real people. It must be true. Historically that's not accurate. It, do historians say that? <laughs> David, you're the one saying this. We're talking about me and you. Me and you, and, you can research it. One hundred percent. I, 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 I implore you, research the religions that came before yours. I do my best to to didn't. research as you just much said as you I didn't. can't. You just said you've never researched the Bhagavad Gita, the 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 one religion that came before yet. yours, the biggest one, and you haven't researched it. And you're telling me I what you have researched. Yet. We got no. Check I, that I, it's an ongoing thing. Check it out. I'm yeah. never going to be done with my research. Mm. I'm never going to be done with my research. I'm never going to be done reading my library, much less Same. <laughs> much less finishing my research. Oh my God. Yeah. My kids will end up finishing my library. That's... <laughs> oh no. At the rate I'm going, at the rate I'm going, my kids won't be able, my grandkids won't be able to finish my library at the rate I'm going. <laughs> no, I'm no legitimately, I I do my best. I'm not perfect. I'm still yeah. learning. I'm still studying. Um, but to the best of my ability, mm. um, I do study um other religious beliefs and try to hold the same standard to them as I do with the Bible. Again, I'm, well, I, know I appreciate I'm not, that. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, case in point, I have several tarot decks and I've read the things on them. I try to read the history on them. Hmm. Uh, my current study is progressive Christianity, which is a cultic offshoot of Christianity. And my study for that means I'm reading 30 plus of their books. Hmm. Um, so I'm like, I'm reading what they say themselves um i've done i've started and then totally got derailed from it my study on islam um using islamic scholars i've read part of the quran i've read all of understanding mm. the quran by muhammad abdel halim uh, i've started martin ling's um biography of muhammad wow. and i try to look at it of like okay they're saying these things are happening okay mm -hmm. what's the situation what's the context when were these texts written uh what what are the cultural things i need to be aware of for these texts i try to do the mm. best i can with both of them i will get to uh hinduism specifically eventually definitely try that one um, but what have you found yeah, with, no, with with islam what have you found wrong with it uh well the first thing that's uh, extremely notable is the quran explicitly rejects the crucifixion of jesus which is held as virtually 
um, certain by almost every single historian out there, with the exception of which one was written book. first. Do you know? Because I, I, I'm fuzzy on that. The one. Quran was written in six fifty something eighty, something six six hundreds or seven hundreds. I don't remember exactly when. Hmm. Um, so the the Quran was written uh, several hundred years later. So um, it was written uh, by Muhammad um, in over the course of I want to say it was about thirty years. Hmm. Uh, it was revealed to him in visions that. Uh, as best I understand it from how Islamic scholars present it, no one else saw the visions. Uh, at some point, some people saw him have some kind of an episode during which he supposedly received a revelation. Um, and so it was written through that time period about 600, 700 some years after Jesus lived. Do you believe he had that re revelation? Uh, I don't know. I, hmm. I mean... If I start with Christianity, then obviously, no, I don't believe it came from God. But mm. on an objective basis, um, the fact that no one else saw it ever mm. by by Islamic testimony, from what I understand it, mm. the testimony of Islamic apologists and, and Islamic theology is mm. that no one else ever saw. It. And so that to me is an immediate like, I don't know, because he may very well have had an experience and that experience may have involved a real being, but that's as far as I can take it. Now, let's contrast that with Jesus. Of Jesus was seen by crowds. He was seen by dozens, by hundreds, all kinds of different people at all kinds of different time. Um, now, that doesn't prove anything about Jesus was true. Just that he was a person. But but the right. claim is, the that, but that's the thing is I'm trying to be consistent. The claims between the two are substantially different. The claim that Muhammad existed, people saw him. Okay. There are so but many godlike figures in, in, in history, though, kings that have been deified, are people there? that have been there, deified. There's, some, yeah. there's a ton of them. People have been, oh, this was a, a, a messenger from God. I mean, all the time. It's all noteworthy, the time. though, in most, if not all of those cases, it's not the person saying they are God. With Jesus, he made specific claims that, according to um, Judaism, he was claiming to be God. For instance, he Here claimed to have the power to forgive sins. Here now, whether he can or not is, you know, we, we can ask that, but he, he claimed to be able to do that, which only God could do. Trinity. So do you Jesus believe in the Trinity? Specifically made, yes. Why? That I find to be uh, the best explanation of what we find scripture teaching about who Jesus is, who God is, who the Holy Spirit is. So what is the Trinity to you before we dive into that? What is so it it's to you? Three persons in one being. Three person in one being. So they're the same person. No. Three just persons. Just like oh, so three separate being. people. And don't get me wrong. I I get that it's confusing. Like I yeah, hundred percent very I confusing. Know on a on a strictly logical basis, it's not a contradiction because it's not saying it's three persons and one person. Tethered to reality, but, David. Okay. Let's try and tether that to reality. How does that work? How can I'm how can you explain that in our reality? I can't really. Okay, like, so it doesn't make sense. Bart Ehrman, no. Stop no. quoting Bart Ehrman. God damn it, David. If you say Bart Ehrman one more time, I'm going to... He wrote a great article that explains <laughs> it. What can I say? It, it, so one, th one what thing... Do you you, what do you... I agree with Bart Ehrman on this. Okay, okay. But okay, I'm going okay. to attribute it to him. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, he you wrote may, an article you about, about orders of being mm -hmm. and how let's assume for argument that a rock is an order of being. And that a rock, rock is an it, order it, of being for the sake of argument. Just hear yeah. me out. No, I'm just trying um, to understand. So yeah, yeah. he wrote, so if we take that as a rock, okay, 
an ant is a higher order of being than the rock. The rock can only perceive certain things. An ant can perceive a whole lot more things than the rock can. The rock cannot perceive the world in the way the ant can. Okay. Now, let's go up from an ant to a dog. Okay. A dog can perceive the world in ways that the ant can't even remotely comprehend. And similarly, mankind can comprehend the world uh, far more than a dog is even remotely capable of comprehending. Okay. Now, in Barterman's article, which I 100% agree with whether Christianity is true or not, if we have you know an order of being rock, we have an order of being ant, we have an order of being dog, we have an order of being man, whatever higher order of being above man if, whether it exists or not, if if there is a higher order being or multiple higher orders, they will be able to understand things that we're not remotely capable of understanding simply because of our I mean, limitations as humans. I, I asked you to explain it and you just told me you don't know how to explain it. Long, no, I'm, I'm explaining long why, why I accept that it is true, but that doesn't mean I understand how all it works out and I can't David, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, what is it? Tether that to reality. We're gonna tether that to reality. You, you gave the the barterman thing of man, dog, ant, and rock. They are not the same being. You're telling they're me they're not the same. No, no, right? It's different. I'm, no, it's I'm, different. I'm, no, I'm a, not saying they're different beings. I'm saying it's an order of being. So there's an order of being. We they're not they're the same being. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're related to the Trinity. I'm saying that I'm trying to understand if the Trinity God exists, I'm, I'm saying if the Trinity exists, if God exists, he is an him. order of being far above mankind, far above David, Homo sapiens. That's a really long way of saying I don't know. Do you know? Are you really saying you don't I know? Told you, I told you I believe it's true. I okay, believe so, it's the best explanation for what we have in Scripture. Okay, so and let's explain it then. Really if it's it the best explanation, let's explain it. Because what I see in here is Jesus praying to himself. That's it, weird. Okay, that's not the Trinity. Is God that's part the, of the Trinity? Is Jesus part of the Trinity? No, is God like, and Jesus, Jesus part of the Trinity? Yes. Jesus so that is to, the Trinity. Do you want me to answer or no? I'm just frustrated. Go ahead. If Jesus was praying to himself, then that would be either Unitarianism or modalism, where it is one person. And that's why we don't believe it's one person. We believe it's three persons. My problem with now, it, I, the, Don't give me... I, I get that you I get that you struggle with it. I struggle with it too. He's asking for things from himself. Under Unitarianism or modalism, yes. But that's not what we believe. In Trinitarianism, it was God the Son asking God the Father, two different persons. I like I like I said, I, I understand your frustration. I do. <laughs> I wish I I wish I wish like one thing as a Christian that I I part of me praises God for and part of me wrestles with, with oh. God with is that there's a lot of things that I'm like, I really wish you would have just come down and said explicitly, clearly this, 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 and this. So you're confused. It explained it. Not confused, but I, I recognize it that. Sounds confused. Um, no, I'm, I'm clear on what it is. You but don't that want doesn't to say mean confused. I understand how to explain it. That's confusion. No, that's not the same thing. You, like, you don't know how it works. Is, you don't know how it works, right? One That's confused on how it works. One, one can be ignorant without being confused. They're, they're not necessarily the same thing. But like I said, I, I get your Ugh, frustration. I understand why you're not I'm, saying I'm not trying that. to argue. Because hey, God's not the author of confusion. I understand what you're not saying. I understand. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And apparently it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you. 
and you can't seem to explain it. So, I I get that it's the best explanation it's from scripture. Best, God, David, but that's not a good explanation. I don't understand why anybody would follow that as a reason to believe. So, because because the Bible I has, um, a, I don't follow it as a reason to believe. I follow it because I believe. Yeah, because the Bible is true. Um, so, as far as let's only got a little bit of time here. Thank you for staying after. I appreciate it. Um, Satan, oh, this is fun. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate it. Uh, Satan, do you think he's a real guy? What, what, tell me your thoughts on Satan. Tell me. All I think there's a lot of myths that have developed around him, but I think at mm -hmm. core there is a real being that's there. Real being. Describe him for me. A fallen angel. Fallen angel. Okay. The Bible. The, the, the Bible talks more about his morality than about his physical or I think it would be ontological description. Well, let's just let's just pull in. Um, let's just think about it for a second. Well, who created Satan? When God created the angel Lucifer, mm -hmm. he was as a good angel, and he and didn't know Lucifer what he was going to do. He had no idea this guy was going to be the ultimate bad guy in the world. Is that true? He knew what was going to happen. He that knew. doesn't mean he caused it. He knew. Well, I mean, if he's omniscient, of course he knows. If I create a disease that wipes out 30% of humanity, it's not my fault. I'm not the one who did it. The disease did it. No, there's there's difference between no. you creating a mindless thing that does what it's programmed. Okay, to fine. I create a monster. And I'm going to create a monster that wipes out 30% of well, humanity. Okay. Am I am Hitler, I at fault? Am I at fault Hitler's or mom, was she responsible for what Hitler did? Hitler's mom didn't even know, she, David. Hitler's mom didn't know. Didn't Your know, God is not ignorant, no. is he? Is even he an ignorant if guy? She knew, it was Hitler's decision. It was God's decision to create something knowing what it would cause. If I create a monster who I know is going to cause death and destruction, it's not the monster's fault. I'm the one that created it and the made it that way. The monster didn't choose to do. The monster, the, the angel didn't choose to fall and become a monster and then didn't choose to do. How about this, David? If, if, if I just not make a monster. If I know that this person's going to become a monster, I just not make them. If I were as a, a loving, quote, I can't remember who said it, but competent, there's a great quote that um, someone, someone was asked, rational, um, would they have created being. the world the way it was if they were God? And the person said, if they were omnipotent, yes. If they were, or sorry, if they were omnipotent, no. I don't. If care they were omniscient, <laughs> they don't. Know. I don't care what that person because, said. It doesn't make no, any know, sense to I'm, create I'm the bad guy, David. I'm using it to make a point. I know. I don't know the whole extent of all of the consequences of everything that has happened you and what is the greater good. Don't? I don't have that knowledge. God does. And in God, God being omniscient, uh -huh. decided that was a good thing to do. What do you think Satan is responsible for in the world today? Everything that Satan chooses to do. For the what most part, think? the evil we see in the world is a evil. result of either the so he's if responsible Satan for did, evil. God he is created responsible a... for his evil. Mankind is responsible for mankind's evil. <laughs> Come on, David. Of course. It, of course no, he's there, responsible there, there for his some... evil. Who's responsible for no, somebody there... else's evil? Nobody. Come on. So God No, each each person is responsible for what they do. I know God is responsible for creating something. For but... God is responsible for creating something he knows is going to cause evil in the world. If I knew yeah, when reason, I was creating something, if Hitler's have... mom knew what she was creating, 
rational, empathetic human beings or mystical, whatever they are, beings would know better, especially a loving God. He would know okay. that releasing a bad guy to destroy and kill his own children is not a good idea. If I had the full knowledge of God, I would be happy to answer that. So you I go, don't. oh, ooh, no, ooh, no, David, this is, this David, is no, another... David, nope, no, no, you are I, not going to tell me that me fucking you, cancer and kids, raping children example. in church is all part of God's plan? Is that what you're telling me? Let, let me give you a human example. Is this that is what you're issue. telling me, David? I'm telling you that mankind has chosen to do some horrible things. Is that Satan did it? Satan convinced them too? Is that what you're saying? Or God did it. Was in it God cases, or Satan? Maybe, probably Who did it? not. Huh? Sorry. People, what? the people themselves. Okay, so no influence from Satan. Satan didn't influence people to do bad things, to do evil. Sometimes, sometimes Satan does. Most of the time, though, it, Satan doesn't need to be involved. Satan doesn't need to be involved for people to do bad things. Is what you're saying? Mo so I I realize that it's a common belief, and unfortunately, a lot of Christians say it that you know Satan's behind every evil thing that happens. No. Satan's behind a lot, but he's behind the things he's behind. Cool. That the things that he's behind, behind, let's talk about those. What do you think he's behind specifically? I don't know. I, Weird. What I'm saying is Satan but is you know he's behind his things. actions. I mean, but you I don't know. What I do believe Satan exists and he's doing things. Do you think he's egotistical? Do you think he wants? he's a very proud being? From what I understand, that was the uh, source of his fault. Interesting. So why do we not hear that. about more horrible things being done in the name of Satan? Wouldn't Satan want his name on everything? Hey, look what I did. Not necessarily. No, Satan doesn't want his name on things. He's not egotistical then. He's not proud. No, that doesn't have to be the same not thing. Not proud of his work? Is he proud of his work? Being proud of your work and wanting your uh -huh. name on every yeah. door doesn't... Yeah. On every door? No, every bad thing that required. happens. This is his thing. He's the evil guy. He's proud. Okay. He's proud but of his evilness. He's proud of again, himself. So I'm not why would he not Satan attribute these horrible things? Thing. Why would he but not I'm attribute not himself to the more evil things that have happened? Salem witch trials, crusades. Is he ages. responsible for those more evil things? I don't know. That's so weird. It's so weird. It still well, doesn't make any sense to... to... No, legitimately, I'm not blaming Satan for what Joe Schmo down the street does. I don't do that. I don't think the Bible oh. teaches that. Well, what Joe Schmo down the street does is what Joe Schmo down the street decided to do. So, so why is it, Satan even here then? If he's not influencing people to do bad things all the time, who's influencing the people to the bad things? Who says they need to be influenced by anyone outside of themselves? So you're saying God created people that are just bad? No, I'm saying God created the world and the fall created bad people. Again, going back to the French Revolution and the American Revolution. In the, the French hold Revolution, on. the they fall denied... created bad people. God created the world. Uh -huh. Initially, it was good. Well, how was it good when there's disobedient people in it? it so he created bad Th people. There weren't disobedient people when he. I mean, Eve disobeyed him. That's the whole thing. That's the they whole story. They weren't disobedient when he created them. They disobeyed. He knew they were going to be disobedient, yeah, so he, he knew, knew he was creating disobedient people. He knew the opportunity was there for them to do it, and he, he knew, knew what it would happen if they took that path. No, 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 no. The opportunity only presented itself when he put the trees there. Otherwise, there would have been no opportunity for them to sin. Which, if there hadn't been no opportunity, wouldn't have been a truly living relationship.
100%. I am not going to put a poison gummy bear in the middle of my kid's room and tell them, don't eat it. Don't eat that gummy bear. I know you like gummy bears. I know you like fruit, but don't eat this one. Don't eat it. I know you don't know right from wrong, good from evil. You don't know good from evil. You don't know disobeying me is a bad thing. Okay. Also, I know you're going to take it. I know you're going to take it ahead of time. Before I even put that gummy bear in there, I know you're going to take it. And even yet, even better, David, even better, I'm going to open the door. And I'm going to let this bad guy in to try and convince them to eat that deadly gummy bear. That's what I'm going to do. do, do you and I'm not at fault at all. I'm just, just here. I just created the situation. I'm not responsible for what they do. I just created the situation. Just like God. I created the situation. I put the bad thing there. I put the bad guy in there. I'm not responsible. That's that free will, man. Free will. Okay. Do you understand the contradiction where you're going there? Not a chance. What's the contradiction? Okay. So... First, you asked me about who Satan influences to do evil, and if it's not Satan, who influences them, mm-hmm. which is itself a fair question. Mm-hmm. But then you present a scenario where you know your kids would pick the wrong thing without because right, I'm God in that situation. Without, I'm God, yeah, but you like know God. your kid because you know kids don't need to be influenced to make the wrong decision. No, not all the time, but sometimes. So, what let's make sure they make okay. that wrong decision. Let's make sure by sending in that bad guy to seal the deal. Or maybe I knew. God sent Satan in? Who let him in the garden? Why would God let, why would God have Satan in the garden? And God sending something aren't the same thing. Who sent the snake? It doesn't say God sent the snake. Who? We just know the snake was there. Well, why would God let a evil thing into his perfect garden? I thought he doesn't create bad things. One of the great things about being a, Christ, a, a Christian is that we aren't expected to have the answer to everything. We're just expected to have right, some but when to we, some of the most important When things. we tether it to reality, when we start to really peel it apart and think I about know, it, it doesn't make any sense, David. Whose tether is more Mine and yours. Rigid. We just agreed. I know. We just agreed. Who's, you don't know. It doesn't make sense, though. We just agreed that is more well grounded. The one who's learning the cultures, who's reading the scholars, who's who looking believes at in invisible magical people so versus somebody who's more tethered to reality. Okay. So again, going back to your book, when you start with a predetermined outcome, you're judging my, my outcome career. is zero, zero, David. I start with zero gods. When I start off, do you know how okay. many gods there are, David? I'm not going to pick one. I'm not going to, I'm going to wait. Okay. I'm going to look do, and I'm going to talk start- to them. Nope, no one's talking to me. No, nope. okay. Do researching. you start with? Do you start with none exists? Right, or no do gods. You start with you. I start with no no gods exist. No superhero exists. No invisible okay. ghosts exist. That's so what you I start. Start with. with a predetermined outcome. No, my predetermined no. start is there no. zero. There, Let's look. No, there, Are they there? there? Is Jesus there? there is is a, he going to talk to me? There no. is a difference no. between atheism, which is no deity exists, and agnosticism, which is I don't know if a deity exists. Mm-hmm. I, David, I if you knew you me, with, I thought I you knew me. Know. I thought you knew me. I know. I'm an agnostic atheist, atheist, David. I'm an agnostic atheist, David. Oh, you use that philosophical failure of the question. I love that you call it that. David, guess what? I'm going to explain it for you. Ready? Real simple. I understand it. Men- 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 okay, read, it. I wrote it like 10 years ago. Explain it. It's a quadrant. Uh, agnostic, gnostic, atheist, theist. Athe- uh, atheism versus theism. theism is contrasted as simply whether you have belief or don't have belief. Agnosticism and Gnosticism is contrasted over whether you have knowledge. And it's incompetent. No, no, explain because... that to no, explain that what that is. Agnostic atheist. What is that? No, so under that 
view, uh-huh. you do not believe that a no, deity exists. No, no, no. What is it, though? Like I'm, I'm explaining it. Okay, sorry. You do not believe that a deity exists, and you do not know whether one does or does not exist. That's what the claim is. I'm not making There's, a claim. That's my thing. Because I'm avoiding no, a claim that, altogether. That's what the claim about atheism agnosticism is. That that That's the claim about this. the position is this. All right, well, let me tell you what I think. I love it. Okay. Here's my opinion on on what it is. So there's lots of gods out there. I don't know if they exist. I haven't heard from them. I haven't seen any evidence that they are actually real beings. So therefore, I'm agnostic and I'm atheist on it. There's no proof. I don't know. I'm going to lean towards no because they still haven't proved themselves to me. But I still don't know because, hey, there could be an invisible person out there somewhere. Highly doubt it's the God of the Bible, though. But hey, I don't know. I don't know everything. So that's where I'm at, David. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Therefore, I'm leaning towards no because of the no evidence part. Okay, but again, if you start with no, none exist. We all start with zero, right? Outcome. You start with zero. You don't start no. with like 10 gods. There is a difference between starting with zero and starting with I don't know the number. I stopped. You know what? Here's Here it is. Let me just a little better. I okay. start with zero because I don't believe in any of those gods. So in order mm-hmm. for any for me to believe in any of those gods, I have to start adding to that. One, your god. Mm, don't think so. Haven't seen evidence, blah, blah, blah. D- d- tree spirits. I don't think they exist either. Vampires. I don't I Doubtful. All these different things. Mm-hmm. I start with zero. I start believing in zero things right off the bat. That's it. And then I, I move up from there. That's where the research comes in. That's where the denial of what I've seen, what I've heard comes in. Okay, so what do you think of the cosmological argument? I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. Because of the cosmological (laughs) argument, believe just because? So I'm going to believe in all of these other gods? That's, That's what the cosmological argument says? Break it down for me, David. Break it down for me. What is the cosmological okay. well, argument? The cosmological argument, first formulated by Aristotle, then I, continued by... Break it I down. Never break it down. Name, but, what is it? I don't care who started it. Break it down. Okay. Everything that begins to exist has a cause. The universe began to exist. So then God has a cause. a cause. He did? Everything that exists has a no, cause. That's not the same. That's what a common it? straw man. Everything that begins to exist. Oh, so you're you're making a special pleading for no. your deity. He didn't begin to exist. He's always been. No, that's I mean that's literally what Christianity says. It's, it's mythology. But whether that's true or not needs to mythology. be tested. You can't test that. You can't test that, David. <laughs> we can look at it logically and scientifically. Uh, right, starting... logically it does it doesn't add up. Logically it doesn't. How add up. how does it so start with start with the cosmological argument, everything that begins to exist has a cause, the universe began to exist, therefore the universe has a cause. I already How explained to you why I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I already explained to you why I don't buy it. I don't believe that everything that exists, uh, uh, the, that your God has to have a cause. That's what I believe. If you're you're stating that okay, everything has to have a cause that began, your God had to begin at once at one point. Why? I don't know. No, because see, I don't that, deal in thing, infinity you... and eternity. I don't deal no, with that. I don't. I, I don't. That, I don't. That's one of the problems. Why if, is that a problem? If, if an infinity can't really exist. If an infinity of time existed before our time, we never would have gotten here to today. The only way we got yeah. here today is if there was a beginning. So whatever cause of the universe there was, and I'm not at God yet. I'm just at there is a cause. That science Occam's razor. Can... That's what I was thinking of. No, Occam's it's not razor. Occam's razor. 
science is the other one I was thinking of. Virtually 100% certain that the universe did have a beginning. Science is pretty cool. much done on that. How do you know it's not coming from a black hole somewhere? Somebody, a black hole sucked in another I'm universe and spit out ours. I'm How do you know that's not it? Do you call I'm that God? Can I finish? Okay. So science is settled is mostly settled that the universe had a beginning. Now, if the beginning was another universe, that's mm -hmm. hypothetical. That's possible. You know, mm -hmm. the multiverse theory. It's infinite. The problem is that universe would have to have a beginning. Nope. And it's then the infinity. universe before that. And then the universe before that. At David some knows. point, David at knows. some point, there had to be something nope. that is the first. Always existed. Cause. The universe has always existed. It's a timeless loop of cycle and recycle. And you have evidence for that? You have evidence for your invisible man? I'm getting to that. Okay, your Bible isn't doesn't count. I'm not looking okay. at the Bible. Okay, go ahead. Cosmological argument. Go ahead. So how how do you know it's in, not the universe has always existed versus it's your invisible man? How do you know that? We again, according to science, according to, to Big Bang cosmology and most scientific research, the universe had a beginning. We have no evidence for a multiverse. Now it's possible. There's a lot of theory about that. Don't get me wrong. We have no evidence for but, an invisible man starting things either, besides a book telling us that tells us to stone. <laughs> I mean, if you stop mid-argument, then sure, there's no evidence. Wow. If you stop mid-argument, sure, there's there's no evidence. The Bible is not evidence of your God, and neither I, is that yeah. argument. That Why argument can be anything. It could be anything. How do you yeah. get from that argument to the Christian deity, David? How does that work? So what the argument argues is that it's going to take time to to unpack these things take time. That's no, no. How do you get? No, 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 no. How do you get to? I know. There, there has, there has to be a cause to the universe to it being your specific God. Through a bunch of other steps that I'm going to have to take. The time Bible. To... Is it the Bible? No. no. Okay. What other steps point to Yahweh? Okay. We start with the universe had a cause. Great. In order for that cause to exist. It has to be transcendent. It has to be outside of the universe. The universe Great. There's a God that created the universe. Let's just start with that. A God created the universe. Which God? And how do you know? Okay. That God, if it's a personal God, which we know it would be due to agency and the desire to create in the first place, mm -mm. Mm -mm. if could be a deistic God, him. but if it, if it were to reveal itself, it would reveal itself and show itself to people on this earth. We believe he has. Do you know how many gods have revealed themselves to people on earth? I know a lot have claimed to, and I know there's a lot I haven't studied. I also know a lot, most of them, at least all the ones that I've looked at so far, don't bear a flicker compared to the evidence we have for Jesus. Oh my God, David. Whew. It, I mean, that's what the evidence says. If you no, look at the evidence, no, I, I can give you plenty of no, resources. no, the evidence. 100, doesn't say no. That. No, the 100%, there are stories or evidence of other beings or or or, or showing themselves to people okay. or gods, or, or there's but so many different things, the, David. The fact that stories exist doesn't mean all stories are on the same level. Right. Again, look at, How know, do you know your story is the right one, David? Like, like I did with the comparison between Muhammad and Jesus. In even taking Islam at face value, according to what they say. Personal. Um, no one saw Muhammad's revelations. Personal. Personal. So th that's it's a personal one, thing. So you have a relationship with this personal deity. I believe I do. That's the weirdest thing you've said all day, David. So that how I do you have, have a relationship with this invisible man who doesn't talk to you, who sends you thoughts and feelings? 
How is that a relationship? He revealed himself through scripture. That is. Do his... you have that kind of relationship with anybody else? Is anybody else that I have a relationship with a God? Do you have that kind of relationship with Bart Ehrman after reading his stuff? With with other humans? No, of course not. They're okay. humans. Of course not. Of course. How silly. They're humans. How silly. Tethered in reality. How do you have if, a relationship with an invisible man who doesn't show up to your birthday party and never talks to you? I mean, if you presuppose that he didn't talk to me through Star Trek, you're presupposing that. That's your predetermined outcome. Is that a physical voice, David? That's what I'm talking about, talking. Okay. Talking, like me and you, back so, and so forth, you're talking, like an actual has, relationship. So you're talking, it has to be the five senses. But that's David, materialism, which is philosophical failure. Do you have a relationship with any other invisible person? No. No! Would you call a relationship with any other invisible person an actual relationship? If that invisible person actually existed, yes. David, now, he I doesn't to talk to you and you've never plane. seen him. He just sends you feelings and thoughts, but you think he exists. But nobody, okay. now these other gods Again, don't exist. Let's How do you get to that? Let's go hypothetical. No hypothetical. I want to know for real, okay. real life, grounded no, in reality. That's here. predetermined outcome. No, you can't predetermine yes. that there's an invisible man out there, David. You have to actually. I'm not predetermining. I'm not predetermining it. I'm You're not predetermining if, Christianity is real. If, if we want to look at it, we have to, uh, or mm. one of the tests we have to do mm. is for the sake of argument, let's say that's true. Now, what do we get? That's part of hypothesizing. That's part of the scientific method. Right. Okay. Let's, is what is a relationship? You thing, Would you have that kind of relationship with anybody else and call it a relationship? With any other human? No. no. People aren't God. Right. It doesn't change the meaning of relationship. God's nature allows him to do things that humans can't. Like what? Be invisible and not talk to you? You're Again, you're presupposing he doesn't talk to me. You just said he sends you thoughts and feelings, not a physical voice. We just okay, discussed that. Does it have to be? That's a not talking. Voice? Yes. So the only way he can talk is through Communic a physical voice. That's communication is key yes. to any relationship, okay, but right? Communication Correct? doesn't have. Look at fiction stories. Tel uh, telepathy happens in fiction stories. Oh That's not telepathy. voice. Your That's God is sending voice. you messages through telepathy. No, I'm I'm using it to make a point. Well, are, how is it not telepathy? Are you always this hyper-literalistic and fundamentalistic? Dude, you just said he sends you thoughts. That is telepathy, is it not? That would be what telepathy... That, right, he's yeah. not sending you... He's not coming over and saying, hey, David, this is what I want you to do. No, he's sending you thoughts and tingles. That's not it, a relationship. Okay. But again, if that happens... It's not a again, relationship, for the even sake, if it for happens. The no, for the sake of argument, if that happens, that's communication. That's not a relationship, David. You're asking about, you're saying that relationship requires communication. So if I'm able to talk to him, and again, we're going hypothetical. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying mm. this to prove to you that he's real. I'm just saying if, yeah. we, if we don't start on the predetermined outcome and we just look at, okay, let's assume for the sake of argument this is true, what would it be? What would this all-powerful God be that wants to have a relationship with me? What would he do? What would I do as an irrational, broken human being? What would I do if I wanted to have a relationship with somebody? I mean, as I'd show Walker up pretty convincingly in person of interest. Jesus I'd show up in the first century. I didn't. It, did you meet Jesus? We haven't met anyone from. No, the first you haven't met him. Sense. So that doesn't mean anything to me. 
Okay. And I can respect that, but can you respect that I see some things very differently? No, 100%. We do, we see things differently. No, we okay. I agree on that. Yeah. Do you no. presuppose that I am being irrational? I don't presuppose it. The evidence that you've given okay. me has shown me that you're being irrational. Okay. But keep in mind, we're talking about evidence that by your own admission... That's not evidence, you're David. Pre, you've given me no evidence. Feelings are not evidence. The Bible is not evidence of truth. These are not evidence. Why you is the Bible proven... not evidence? Because then any fictional book is evidence of those things being true. It is? That's yes. not secular. Just, just because one book is accepted by historians universally as being historical historians evidence. universally accept the resurrection holy no. shit oh no they don't oh you're so, I was right. so i was right you're strawmanning me i'm not i'm saying a statement david no. and you're saying something completely different no no no. i never said historians accept the, the resurrection i said historians That's as far the... as i'm aware universally accept the bible as that would be part of the bible as historical evidence david is that the resurrection part of the bible Agreeing yes. our historical would you think evidence? that would be historical evidence? Yes. Agreed. No. All scholars don't believe that to be historical evidence. Why do you keep saying things like that? That's very weird. Because I'm not. You're changing you what I'm saying. You, but you just said it. No. What I'm saying is they accept them as historical evidence. That doesn't mean they agree with everything it says. That okay, so doesn't like, it can't mean be they agree every part of it is true. David, that's not how that works. So that's how historians work. I understand you don't read historians, and that's okay if you don't want okay. to read historians, but that's how historians work, is they use historical documents to determine what happened in history. That's cool. So Saul became Paul, correct? Uh, actually, that's a misnomer. He never changed his name. Whatever. But Is that the same person? He converted, yes. Cool. What happened? How did that happen? Uh, according to the uh, documents, he had a supernatural experience with Jesus on the road to Damascus. You mean Jesus showed up? According to the documents, yes. In physical form? Mm, it records light and sound. It doesn't record whether it was a physical body or not. I believe it was based on when it happened, but light and sound, the, based on the, light the and testimony sound. is only light and sound. Yeah, light and sound. Jesus is too bright. Can't see him. Um, so Jesus showed up. Has he showed up for you like that? No, I don't expect him to. Why? Why would he? Because you have a relationship with him. Yes, and? Why would he not show up for you? He didn't show up for 90% of the first uh, century Christians in the same way. He didn't show up for any of the disciples in the same way that he showed up to Paul. He did. He, the, the, the hands and the side, he showed up. Oh, you mean when he was not bright enough so that they could actually see him? Yeah, when he changed his... <laughs> magic <laughs> no i'm no i mean look i'm a no, zombie come on again magic. legitimately i can change my I, form to bright or regular no, again, in revelation it changes his form to a dead lamb i love that one That's i, I want to look at what the accounts actually say yeah it says they touched him yes which right. is different and, than what happened and then jesus Paul. showed up on the on he showed up jesus showed up david yes why hasn't he showed up for us are we not good enough why would he need to show up again to believe you, you have that standard okay i can respect that you so i'm that destined to hell there's nothing he can do to save me he's given you what you need to know to be saved it's how your do you know that or not. how do you know that you've read the gospel if you've read the bible you've read the gospel it's garbage there's a bunch of garbage in there if you want to take so that it doesn't opinion. convince me at all god knows that's not going to convince me 
Okay. Your God, your loving God that wants to have a relationship with me and doesn't want me to go to hell, knows that me reading the Bible is going to cause harm to our relationship. So God knows what exactly God knows exactly what it will take to change me, to save me. And he hasn't done it. Why did he do it for others? Why do you think that is? God revealed himself to a lot of the, to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Cool. Why not me? Why not the countless other atheists who have no reason to believe? Like Anthony Flew, who was one of your brightest? I don't care. I know. Ooh, I'm just saying. Why? No. What? what can I'm name a million names. Barter. You're, hold, you're holding again. an expectation <laughs> for him. You're treating him like a genie. Like I'm treating him like to... a being that wants to have a relationship no. with me. I'm treating him okay. like a loving father that wants to save me from what he's going to do if I don't love him. But is it loving to demand that he do exactly what you want? Wow. Is it? Wow. Okay, David, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip that back around. My kid's on the edge of a cliff. If he falls, if I don't show up, he's going to fall. If I show up, I will save him from that cliff. Yahweh doesn't save me from the cliff. I would show up. Okay. I would now to, save. Now, to make it an appropriate analogy, I have to kill something. posted a sign on or there that on said, the stay away from the cliff. He read it and said, no, that's going to do harm to me. And so he ignored it. And so God's just going to be like, well, screw him. He's done. No, God doesn't God's come in. Say, if you want to do that, do it. Wow. I would still go save my kid, even if he didn't listen to the sign. That's so what you, sets me so apart. You want that was what makes me more moral than your So you God. want him to override your free will. My free will? David, what's going to happen at the end of time? You chose to reject it. What's going to happen? By, by your testimony, what's you read the Bible. What's going to happen, David? By your testimony, you read the Bible, you read David, the David, what's going to happen? You know the story. You're gonna cool. you're gonna stand before the holy judge of the universe and account for your sins, and just like I then will. what's the gonna happen? Is, you're gonna be held to account for your sins, and then so, what's gonna happen? I love you're this. going this to be punished so for your sins. I love this. Is it eternal? Is it gonna be fire? I'm not sure. I'm kind of wavering between the standard uh, eternal conscious torment and conditionalism. So, do you think I'm just gonna be allowed to exist forever on a beach somewhere without being tormented or tortured? Why would you be in the presence of good if you reject good? Oh, no, no, no. God's not there. I don't see him as good. I reject God. That but the beach would Child-killing be monster in the Bible? No, 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 no. I wouldn't want to be around him. But the, the beach would be And good. he knows. And he knows that. And he knows that. He can change that by changing, you know, my thoughts, by giving me actual so evidence to, changing your to believe. Will. Actual evidence to believe. So by changing your free will. Jesus Christ, then he changed the free will of Saul by showing up. No. Holy shitter, man. He, he showed can, up before can... Saul, and Saul made the decision. Never showed up, David. He never showed up. That'd be really great. If I'm a loving father, I'm going to show I up. I agree. It would be great if he I'm... did, but that doesn't mean he hasn't given you the message. David, if he gives you... me a shitty message, knowing it's a shitty message and that I'm not going to believe it, why would he give me a shitty message? You're, you came to the predetermined outcome. No, 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 David, you're forgetting that your God knows everything. You're forgetting your God knows everything, David. He does. Right. So giving me a shitty message on purpose. You're assuming it's a bad message. He knew. You're assuming it's a bad message. Shit, David. Clearly, it's a bad message. Clearly. 
by tethered in reality. Conclusion. We all live in reality where I'm an agnostic atheist. Clearly, and the message. So many scholars sucks. that you reject say your conclusion is wrong. I don't give a fuck what they say. I know. David. I know. I have my again, own opinion and my that, own beliefs. I know. They have their own opinion and but their here's own beliefs. The thing. I can call you're myself saying... whatever the fuck I want. I know, but you're not saying I don't like his message. You're saying it is objectively a bad message. Yes. If it is so objectively a bad message, why do smarter people than either of us say it's not? Nobody is saying that God's message of jealousy and slaughtering children and bloodshed for forgiveness is a good thing. Not a fucking one, David. You have a fucking one. You're telling me that the slaughtering of innocents is a good thing by atheist standards from these these scholars? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying it would be great. So no, it's not. If it's you not. did research. It's not what you're saying. I, th- I think that would be great. Holy That's what I do. That's what I like to do. That's what I want to do. I love research. Because I'm an research. apologist. I need to look for the evidence. I need to Excuse. look at the reasons. I need to look through that. David, that's what I do. So if, if you don't want to do that research, I, I mean, obviously I can't force you to. I can recommend you resources. I can recommend you where to look for it. I can recommend you what to do. It's your choice whether you want to do it or not. You should probably, uh, you know, here, here's the thing. Let's do this. Let's do it. We're going to end it. Thank you so much for your okay. time. I appreciate everything. You've been awesome. Uh, you put up with all my... <laughs> that's actually, is. Before, before you end it, I do want to say yeah. that is one reason why I actually said yes. Oh. Is because... As harsh as you are on the beliefs, you balance, you actually respect the people. Hmm. You get frustrated. Don't get me wrong. You, you, you know, <laughs> but, but you, you actually respect, like, these are human people. You're not just, you know, degrading me and insulting me or ridiculing me. You hate the beliefs, but you actually respect the people. That's one of the reasons why I actually yeah. decided, you know, what, yeah, I'll do this. Thank you. It's because you hold that balance. And I, I appreciate that. I try. I I do try. I, I go with the whole um the hate the sinner, love the sinner thing. Mm-hmm. I hate the religion. I hate that. But I love the people. Yeah. People, you know, you guys are deep down. You're good people. I know it. I know it. You just worship a documented child killer, and it's just it's so weird <laughs> to me. It's so weird. And that's your source of morals. That's, anyways, that's a whole other thing. Thank you so much. Um, I forgot what I was going to close out with now at this point, but um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It was good. That was that was better probably. Anyways. Um, so thanks for time. We'll, we'll do this again sometime. I really want to like, I'd love to do some Bible study with you, man. That'd be fun. Yeah, so, no, legit. Let's do it. Awesome. It, it, keep, I'll, I'll message you. We'll, yeah. yeah. Let's message not continue the recording. I'll message you about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much. Talk to you later. And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. 
If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Reality directly opposes the idea that Satan is an egotistical supervillain. Satan is very rarely blamed or credited for any of the countless heinous... (sighs) Fuck COVID. From In the Beginning to the Musical Apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Long.